The last thing we were discussing was the food the Bnei Israel ate in the Midbar. We were discussing different rashot about Taman and the Slav. Then we came back to Lechem Abirim Achal Ish. This was Taman. What's Abirim? Either it's Malachim, either it's the Ebarim, or we're saying Lechem Abirim Achal Ish. Ish is Yahushua. And with that, we are starting Ayn Vav Amud Aleph, five lines in. We're in the middle of the line where it says, Sha'alu Talmidav et Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai. Rabbi Shimon's students asked them, Why didn't the man come down once a year? Why didn't why did it have to come every single day? So, Let me tell you a mashal. What's it like? A king has one son. Pasak lo If he only gives him food once a year, then he wouldn't come to visit unless it was that one time a year. Amadu pasak he fed him every single day. He get food every single day. This way, he get him to visit every single day. Ah, Israel. Same thing. Israel. A person who has four, five children, he would worry. Maybe tomorrow the man's not gonna come, and I'm going to lose all my children in hunger. It ends up that everyone is praying to HaKadosh Baruch Hu at the same time. Every single day they would eat that man when it was still warm. So that's why they got it every single day. Another reason, this way they don't have to carry so much wherever they travel. This way it comes down every single day. This way they have less baggage. Rabbi Tarfon and Rabbi Ishmael were sitting and discussing Parashat Aman. Rabbi Lazar Modai Yoshev Benehen. Rabbi Lazar Modai sat between them. And Nagana Rabbi Lazar Modai Vamar. Rabbi Lazar answered and said, Man, she had lemni sell Hagavoshi Shim Amad. The man that came down for Israel was 60 Amad tall. Amar Lord Rabbi Tarfon Modai. Almatata Megabib de Varum Vi Alenu. He told him Modai. Until when are you making up stuff and telling us? I'm just going by the drashav de psukim, by the mabul The water reached 15 ama and covered the mountains. It's 15 ama in the mountains, 15 ama in the valley. What the the the, the water was like in rows. Uh, it was in piles. Rather, how did the the boat reach the the top of the mountain? Rather, you have to say that the storage house of water in the sky opened up until the entire world was filled with water. Until it reached all, the entire world was filled with water up until the tallest mountains. And then, from that point, once everything was even, another 15 amot on top of that. Now, what is greater, some, a punishment or a reward? You have to say that a reward is more uh, than a punishment. We know the famous and, and when it comes to punishment, right? So, you obviously, it's more. Now, by the punishment, it says that the 
windows of the sky opened up. By the reward by the man who and it says Hashem opened up the doors. Now come Arubot How many windows you have in a door? Arba, four. Arba. So now you have two doors. It says Delta so four and four. Harekan Shimona. So you have eight. So if the water of the Mabul reached fifteen Ama above the mountain, then the man reached the sixty Ama. Tanya Yehuda the man that came down for himself was getting bigger and bigger. Until all the kings of the East and West against my enemies. We learn from here that the cup of David Melech for the future, it holds 221 log. Sigma says, but it goes back to Rabbi Lazar Modai. How could you learn from Arubota Shamay Ben Mabul? You can't compare one to the other. The Mabul came down 40 days until it reached 15 Amab of the mountain. The man only came down one hour in the morning. And another question, over there the rain came down for everyone until it covered the entire world. You're only for Israel. And maybe the doors that Hashem opened up for the man, maybe they're even more than uh, times four. They explained the reason he got to that number of 60 is because he was Doresh, the word Petiha, Petiha, Yerek Shava. So it's 15 and then four, so it's uh, 60. That's how he got to it. Okay. Let's go back to uh, the Mishnah. It says, Asur Bachila. Yom Kippur, you're not allowed to eat, drink, uh, wash your hands, you're not allowed to put oil on you, and you're not allowed to wear leather shoes. So, Hane Hamisha Inuyim Keneged Me. These five Inuyim, these five things that you have to suffer with, uh, they're uh, corresponding to what? So, Amar Hazda Keneged Hamisha Inuyim Shibatora. It says five times the word Inuyim Shibatora. It says, Ube Asor, the Holy Shivit, seven Inuyim Shibatora. That's one. That's two. Shabbat Shabbaton Hulachem Vainitem Nashotachem. That's three. Number four is Shabbat Shabbaton Hilachem Vainitem Nashotachem. And number five, Vahaitalachem, the Hukat Olam, the Hosh Rebah, so the Hodesh Tianu at Nashotachem. So you have Tianu. So the Gemara says, Hane Hamishavu, here you have five. And Anchitatan, in our Mishnah, we have six. So the Gemara explains, No, Shetiabichlal Achilahi. That drinking is part of eating. How do you know that drinking is part of eating? Everyone knows is hamrau. It's wine. But it still says eating. So obviously drinking is like eating. The Gemara says, "Mimai, who said?" Maybe you're eating this wine by some sort of edible mixture. Anigron is water that you soak to beat inside of it. And Aksigron is water that you soak different types of vegetables. So maybe you soaked it with wine and some other vegetable, and that's maybe that's the way you ate it and not drink it. Rather, you have a different source. It says over here, Shechar, Shechar is called drinking. It says, So you obviously see drinking, 
which is any alcoholic beverage, and he's calling it eating. Who said maybe also maybe also mixed it in some sort of uh, mixture that's edible and not the, it's not drinking. No, you can't say that. Shechar ketiv mididim shaker. It says shechar is something that makes someone drunk. That's obviously a drinkable liquid. So it's not the food. The Gemara says vidilma devela kailit. Maybe it's a fig from a place called kailit, which is so sweet, is so strong, it can make a person drunk. If a kohen drank a fig from Kaila, or he drank honey and milk, and then came to the Beta Mikdash, because it's part of Yayin Veshechal Tesht. So maybe that's what it means. Maybe it's not actual wine. Ela, we're going to learn that drinking is also eating Ya'alif, Shechar, Shechar, Min Nazir. Let's learn Gizrash Shavah from Nazir. Ma'ale Alam by Nazir, it says, Mi'ayin Veshechar, Yazid, and over there, it means Ya'in, Afkan, Ya'in. It's also over here when it says Shechar, it also means Ya'in. And obviously, when it says, Bakar, Batson, Bayan, Bashechar, it's talking about a drinkable liquid. And you know, and it says, Vachata, so you know, you see that uh, drinking is also part of eating. But now the Gemara shifts and asks another question. Who said that tirosh means wine? Maybe it's grapes. If a person says, I'm, I'm not going to eat tirosh, he's not allowed to eat any sweet fruit like apples, like grapes, but he's allowed to drink wine. The Gemara says back, but wait a second, you're telling me that tirosh is not wine? It says tirosh will open up betulot, will open up secrets. So obviously that's wine. What what opens up secrets? Wine. We know this already. My answer is no. Maybe something that comes out of sweet fruits like like uh, grapes, you know, betulot will open up secrets. The tirosh of your vineyards would bust out. What does that mean? The, that's obviously wine. The Gemara says no. Something that comes out of uh, the, the the sweet fruits of your vineyard will uh, will bust out. Maybe it's talking about the grapes, not talking about the wine. Again, pushes. Zenut and yain and tirosh will take someone's heart. It means it will it will make someone drunk. Obviously, it's talking about wine. Rather, you have to say everyone agrees that tirosh is wine. Ubindarim, but when you said over there, when it comes to Nedarim, you have to go, but what majority of people, the way they talk, the, the language that is used by the common people, and most people, when they use the word Tirosh, they are using it as a sweet fruit, not as wine. So don't bring me a proof from from that from Nedarim. So the Gemara says, Okay, so then if that's the case, then why do they call it sometimes Yain, sometimes Tirosh? So the Gemara explains, Yain is from the Lashon of Yalala. Shemevi Yalala only brings uh, punishment to the world, it brings bad things to the world. Tirosh, why? Anyone who drinks too much of it becomes poor. Avkana Rameh. Avkana showed a contradiction in Psukim Ketiv, Tirosh. It says tirosh missing a vav, vekarina and tirosh, and we read tirosh with a full vav. So what? How is that possible? So zachaf, a person drank the right amount, nasa rosh, becomes smart, it opens up your brain. Lo zachaf, but if you drank so much until you became uh, drunk, nasa rosh, you became poor. Rabbi Rameh, 
If a person drinks the correct amount, it makes a person happy. If a person not it ruins a person. This Wine and things that smell good made me smarter. It opened up my brain. Now, we said uh, the five Ainuim, we included not bathing yourself, not putting oil on oneself. How do we know that's called suffering? Because it says by Daniel, I did not eat the bread, and I didn't do, uh, eat meat or wine, and I didn't put oil on me. So now, my lechem hamudot laachalti. What does that mean? Amar viuda bered rav Shemuel b'shelat. Daniel was saying, "Afilu nahamad dechitet dechiata laachal." I didn't even eat bread from clean wheat. Umelan dehashiv einu. And how do I know it's considered like a, a suffering? Dechtiv ayomer elay altiad Daniel ki min ayomer ishon asher natata et lebechal lavinu lhit anot mifne elohechan ishmeu devarecha vani bati bedvarecha from the day that you. Wanted to understand Hashem and you suffered to understand Hashem. So you see that all these things that he did, uh, is considered Inui. Okay, we see Ashkehan Sicha in the Pasuk says, So I know not putting oil on your skin is considered suffering. What about bathing? It says straight up like water coming into his stomach and oil on his bones. The Gemara says, but who said that's what it means bathing? Maybe it's like uh, drinking, that, and we're talking about it has to go inside your, your stomach, and we're not talking about bathing. The Gemara explains, not the shemen, like oil, the same way when you're putting oil, it's on the outside of your body. The, the word that we're talking about, it's outside of your body, which is bathing. The Gemara says, wait a second, we have a famous Mishnah that says the exact opposite in Masechet Shabbat. How do we know that putting oil on your body is like drinking on Yom Kippur? There's no exact pasuk, but there's like a there's a hint. And here you have a brayta with the same pasuk explaining totally the opposite thing. The rechitza we learned from the straight up from the pasuk. Lo sachti. Could have just said vesachti, but vesoch lo sachti. Double. It means also bathing. Now to continue with that pasuk in Daniel, first we have to go to Yehaskel, and in Yehaskel we see that Ben Israel did avonot, and because of it, uh, Gabriel the Malach was moved away from behind the curtain, so to speak. And the the pasuk is Doresh how he was uh, how he was able to come back in the schut of Daniel all from that pasuk. So it says my vaani bati Gabriel tells Daniel because of you and your zechut I was able to come back. Hainu dechtiv. So now we understand what it says in Yehoshkel's nevuah. He showed them the the averot of Ben Israel in Yerushalayim. It says beshivaim ish mezikne bet Israel veyazaniyahu ben Shafan omed betocham omdim lifnehem. So you see that they were doing ketoret for Avodah Zarah. Because 
Sham Moshav Semel Hamakne. So you see that they did another uh, Avera. They put a Tselem and Avodah Zarah in the Hechal Hashem. And it says over there, there was 25 uh, people facing the opposite towards the east, towards the sun, and their backs are towards the Hechal. Now, if you tell me they're facing east, and you're of course I should know that their back is towards the Hechal of Hashem. What's that telling me that their back is towards the Hechal of Hashem? That they were revealing themselves and they were doing excrement towards uh, towards the Hechal. And now you see that there was three Avonot over here. The Ketoret, they put the Tselem and they were doing, they were disgracing the Hechal Hashem. And we'll stop right here. We'll continue what exactly happened tomorrow. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.